If you can unhold them, because my computer won't let me unhold them. Yes, yes, I say go unhold. Everybody, everybody there? Yes. Thank you, Carla. Sure. Okay, well, Abby. It's your call. Did you hear the prayer? Did you hear my prayer? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Well, the recording's pray the recording is working, so I don't know. Um, I'll go ahead and pray us in again. I'm sorry. Okay, so I invite everybody to put your hand on your heart. Take a breath of uh, love and gratitude as we come together and we invoke the higher Holy Spirit self to be with us. On and affirm. That we are perfect, whole, and complete. That we are the divine love. That we are the light. We accept this love and we accept this light and we let it be. Amen.
If anybody would like to say hello, the call is open. You all to start sharing. And just to remind everybody, it really helps protect the call if we self-mute. Good morning, this Carol. is Anna and Erie. Rob in Los Angeles on for a few minutes. Good morning, everyone. Or actually, God morning to everyone. Good morning, Carol from Sacramento. Good morning, Kaitleen from Western New York. Who else do we have the pleasure of talking with today? Was that you, Rob? I was just saying, who else do we have the pleasure of talking with today? I've only heard a few people. Well, there's Kaitleen and Carol from Sacramento. And Mary from Indiana, and another Mary from Seattle. Got it. Okay. And Carla and I are host your host today, and Philip and Linda are from uh, second year class, and we're listening and holding the space for you all. Thank you so much. Welcome. Does anybody have any uh, any challenges that came up this week or anything they'd like to share on insights? Have any uh, any challenges that came up this week, or anything I'm sure? You're not very. You're, excuse me. You're in your sound isn't very good. Can you speak? Is there any way to speak up or improve that? <clears throat> I just wanted to share that. I think it's funny that there are three Marys on our class today, and uh, it feels like must be Mother Mary hanging out with us today. <laughs> it sounds better that time. <clears throat> and they're not even quite contrary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's debatable. <laughs> 
Um, I'm keeping things on a on a positive note here. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hello, everyone. This is Akash. I'm a bit late, but uh, I'm here now. Morning, Akash. Hello. Where are you from? You sound like you have a foreign accent. Yes, I live in England, the UK. Got it. Okay. Fine. Hey, it's Lori. I just joined the call because Akash, my prayer partner, and I just had an amazing Skype call. So, hi, everybody. Did you get all moved in, Lori? I am all moved in. Thank you for all of your prayers around that. It went so effortlessly, and it was such a great day. It was I, I felt so in the flow and so blessed. And last weekend, my family came to visit, and I got to spend the weekend with my niece and nephew, which was another blessing. So just I just feel so grateful. And uh, I just I just wanted to also say I'm very grateful for the community support because right now I'm getting to really put <coughs> Jennifer's class about fear and the steps around fear to use. So, um, like I said to Akash this morning, it's been a dress rehearsal up to this point, and now for me it's showtime. So. Mm. Um, just doing my best to um, connect to the love and really stepping up my game. So thank you, everybody, for all of your prayers and support and love. I couldn't do it without this community. Holding you in prayer, Lori. Oh, thank you. I have to say, when I read your post on Facebook, the thought popped into my head, and I'm not sure if you ever thought of it yourself. But uh, okay, sweetheart. That Sorry, I'm not just, ready. That you would just have um, your own place to work out of. Yes, and it's funny. Um, I I really, this morning I was listening to the Dissolving Anger class from Jennifer, and I really was just getting quiet, and I was like, here's a a confession. Um, I've always waited or counted on somebody else riding into the rescue for me, and... I'm really getting to see that as I partner up, and my safety net has always been something outside of me or some other job or people like my friends to say, you've made the right decision, and now I get to shift that safety net to God and really experience that and see the lies my ego is telling me, and honestly, 
I get to go, okay, I get to invest in God and in myself. And I have nothing to lose by putting it out there. And it's like build it and they will come, like the field of dreams, and just see, see what happens. So thank you. You get to ride into your own rescue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, and I get mm-hmm. to open up into the arms of God. <laughs> And know that God's always been there. I've just looked for other things to rescue me rather than just sinking into the love. It's a big one. Um, And I wouldn't have gotten this far into this point without the teachings and without this community and without these reminders and tools. So it's time. Well, I can attest to taking that leap of faith um, that it really is working the trust and faith and very worth the effort. Hmm. So share your success. I would love to hear that. Well... I was, I was, uh, and all of my uh, fellow MLC2 um, group know that I was working in a um, holistic health clinic for about seven years, and my boss was paying me late, very late, like uh, almost three months behind in my pay, and it happened twice before I finally got the message, you know what, you're not supposed to be here anymore. (laughs) And so I finally, uh, last September, took the leap and uh, quit that job and started my own practice. And um, it's going well. It's a little slower than I would like, so that's a lesson in patience for me. and it's a bit of a challenge now since I'm uh, taking care of my mother since my dad passed away. But I still have a knowing inside me that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and uh, all will be well. Thank you. And who who was this that was sharing this story? I'm sorry. This is Linda. Thank you, Linda. Linda Soto? Yes. <gasps> the person I get to meet at the beginning of July with Kiteleen? Yes, I'm looking forward to that, sweetie. <laughs> Yay. Okay. prayers for that would be great and also um, <clears throat> I need to go back to bed I just happened happen to wake up <laughs> when the call started maybe that's my divine, divine 
alarm clock, but didn't, <laughs> didn't get enough sleep last night. So prayers in that regard would be appreciated for me. Okay. Either now or at the end of the class or whenever. So. I'll bid you all a, all a farewell um, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Before you go, Rob, the, uh, there's a course lesson, which is I rest in God. You might remember that one as you try and sleep. I rest in God, okay. Yeah. And where would I find that? That is A Course in Miracles. Um, I'm not sure what lesson number it is. I can try and find out. Hold on. got the book in front of me. Lesson 109. Okay. And how would I... Um, for those who, who, don't, who don't have the book... Is there um There's yeah, ACIM dot org. The lessons are free there. Okay. And what's the name of the lesson? The it's lesson one hundred and nine and it's called I Rest in God. I Rest in God, okay. It's in the workbook, Rob. Okay. Workbook portion of the book. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, folks. Be fabulous as always. Bye. Sweet dreams, Rob. Thanks. So who else is on the call? There's uh, Linda, Laurie. Rob was there, but he's just said bye. Who else is uh, on the call? Carla and I, Mary, are hosting it. And there's uh, a Mary from Seattle and a Mary from Indiana. I used to be from Indiana, but now I'm from California. And uh, Masterful Living, Lori and Kathy from Colorado, Kaitlyn from uh, New York. Okay. Carol from Sacramento. And Masterful Living 2 class, Chris, Philip, and Linda and I and Carla. Wow, there's quite a few of us then. <laughs> yeah, 14. Well, I just want to say, you know, I know last year when I did Master for Living, I used to call a lot, but I never spoke. <laughs> and and I really feel like that was fine. That was fine because now I'm busting out. <laughs> and it happens when it happens, you know. And there's no, I mean, sometimes I want, I I would like to be different. You know, I'd like to do the, and I'm like, but it's, it's okay. Whatever it is, it's happening in its own time. You know, I can't rush me. I, I don't want to rush somebody else. And so I don't want to rush me, you know. And that, to me, is like loving myself. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so 
so that's um, honoring myself for where I'm at and that it's okay for where that is. And so um, there have been many steps in that, but everybody has their own path. You know, it's all, even people who are not, who don't seem to be guided, somehow they're on their own path. They're, mm-hmm. They have their own guidance. And uh, and things don't always happen the way I, you know, think. And I have to practice letting go of, of that, of what I think is, uh, it should look like. But, um... It's all good. I mean, it's, I remember that saying that when I was a kid, and I never really thought about it. But now, it's like has so much meaning for me because, like, it's right. It's all good. <laughs> all good in God's neighborhood. And it's all God's neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. It's so wonderful. I know it can be a bit of a leap. I remember from uh, Jennifer's, uh, I don't know if how many of you signed up for the seven, uh, the seven steps to interrupt the patterns of fear. But in step one and two, when she's talking about fear has no power and that love is the only power, it, it, for me, I, I'm, I'm trying to really really accept that uh, to know that love is the only power um and and just just to feel that and and and, yeah feel feel that living through me and uh i'm just trying to allow it yeah this is kaitlyn um i was just going to say something about that class because i just finished listening to it this morning or listening to the whole thing this morning, and um, it was so helpful to have, like, it really seemed to me like it was, like, all put right there. Everything kind of encapsulated what Jennifer keeps repeating over and over and over again that Mm -hmm. I keep struggling with, you know, Um, remembering to, you know, that really love is the only answer, the only choice, the only power, and all I have to do is partner up. And the thing that I keep coming back to, I something that she said, I think it was in the Sacred Circle call on Wednesday, is this idea of holding on, you know, and I think I don't even realize, I think there must be some sort of a subconscious or unconscious thing or the maybe the ego has some hold on me in a way I don't understand because I keep saying, well, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. And yet I keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And uh, so I know I'm, I'm missing us, missing something there or feel like I'm missing something there. So it was helpful to have all those seven steps just right. Boom, 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 boom. And, I was thinking it because I was driving around in my car when I was listening to it this morning, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to take those and I'm going to put them on my on my uh, visor in my car, so they're right there. And uh, then towards the end, she was saying, "Now write it down on a three by five card and carry it around with you." You know, and I thought, "Oh, good, mm. I'm on the right track." So I really found that 
uh, that class to be very, very helpful. I feel like, too, that when you do go into that fear place, it's like the divine alarm clock that she talks about. Yeah. And any more yeah. when the fears rise up in me, it's like, it's a call to love. It's a call for myself in this body at this time to love that inner child that is feeling the fear in whatever way she feels most supported. Um, you know, so sometimes it takes the form of, you know, drinking a big glass of water, and sometimes it takes the form of um, listening to music or dancing to music, and sometimes it takes the form of, um, you know, eating something that feels comforting and not berating myself because I'm eating it, but knowing that it's it's a loving thing that I'm doing for myself. The thing that I struggle with, I think, is is that gap. You know, it's like the 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 gap that I have that split second to say, well, are you going to choose this or are you going to choose that? And it's like it's not even that long of a span, I feel like. And I, I know I've posted this on the Facebook page and stuff, and it just seems like, I do really well during the day because I'm listening to stuff in my car. And then it's like I walk in my house and I say, you know, I'm just going to have one glass of wine and sit here and, like, read my book. And then from there it turns into, like, watching too much television or staying up too late. And really this, and the staying up too late thing is so it's not fun to get up in the morning then at 6 o'clock. When, you know, with two or three hours of sleep, I don't function very well. It's not safe to drive around when I'm tired because I find myself dozing off. And so, like, why do I keep – and I know that's the wrong answer. And, I mean, the wrong question. It's not about the why. Um, but to me, that's not very loving. And it's like, why do I keep hurting myself with these behaviors that are not kind. I'm not being kind to myself. And I feel like a broken record. And I keep saying it, but that's where I'm at right now. This is good awareness. Do you feel like you're not worthy of your own love? Well, I think that must be something about that, you know, either like one of the awarenesses, um, Linda, that I had at that workshop on last Saturday was was feeling broken. You know, just I'm just broken. That's how I feel because I keep doing the same thing over again. And if I wasn't broken, I wouldn't keep doing the same thing over and over again. But I think about feeling worthy to love myself, it's like, it's like, well, why do I let things get to the point where then it's like a monumental task to get something done? Like I haven't balanced my checkbook in probably two to three months. And it's like, 
then it becomes a monumental task and I don't want to do it. So the loving thing to do for myself would be to take the time to take the half an hour once a week to just do it. For me, that's when I most need to partner up. I mean, I know that there have been times when I've used that prayer for partnering up where I'm Mm -hmm. screaming it at the top of my lungs. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I mean it this time. (laughs) I think it just also brings back the, what Akash was sharing about the lesson is I rest in God, whether we're going to sleep or whether we're awake. It's about remembering instead of, being in the frenetic ego and trying to figure it all out in our, you know, ourselves. It's about resting in God and in whatever we're doing. And, you know, I know from my point of view, I I like to figure it all out, go into action, fix it, hurry up. And it's it's honestly every day it's about reminding myself, rest in God. Love holds no grievances. God goes with me wherever I go. I mean, those are like the three lessons from the Course in Miracles that keep coming through to me. I had the uh, insight from uh, a Ken Wapnick video on uh, YouTube. I forget what it was. Uh, the title of the uh, talk was, but he pointed out he was asking a very similar question. He was asking, you know, why is it that um, we we do things to uh, hurt ourselves, essentially, and his insight was that. Um, by doing things that give us that experience, um, whatever the intensity of that experience, uh, especially when it's negative, we have we have that experience, and then that experience reinforces uh, the idea of having our separate individual experience apart from God. So it's kind of it's a kind of addiction uh, within which we allow ourselves to um, just reinforce the separation. Not that it's real, but the seeming separation. So I thought I'd just put that out there. And um, I just wanted to share about a kind of like a miracle. Laura, you may have already heard some of this um, from our prayer call. But um, I've been uh, struggling with um, letting go of uh, the need to smoke. And I've been making steady progress, you know, being able to smoke for longer and longer without feeling that I had the need to do that. And uh, the the seven steps to interrupt the pattern of fear I found very helpful um, to just, you know, for me, deciding to smoke was almost, like a pattern or was a pattern of fear anyhow today something fairly miraculous uh, seemed seemed to happen to me which was that I found to cut a long story short 
I found, uh, as I was browsing in a charity shop, two spectacular uh, crystal glasses. And initially when I saw them, I thought that they were too expensive. But as I kind of tuned in, I could hear uh, a part of my mind telling me that um, the money I spent on cigarettes would soon, soon, uh, re if I didn't smoke anymore, I'd recoup that in no time. But also there was a part of my mind that was telling me they would be a very useful symbolic representation of uh, drinking uh, from the waters of life or, you know, from the cup of Christ. Um, and I did buy those glasses and I have them on my uh, table here and I haven't needed to smoke <laughs> for hours and I'm feeling really good about that decision and long may it continue. <laughs> Amen to that. This is Carol from Sacramento. And so now I'm hearing I have another addiction. I like to stay up late and not take care of myself. Oh no! Can I beat myself up with that? <laughs> it's true. I just uh, I feel like I'm trying to steal my day back when I'm uh, staying up late because I have you know all the responsibilities of the day I used to be work. Now I'm retiring. Kids like and all the obligations. I'll take care of myself. Oh no! Can I beat myself up with that? Can you hear an echo? Yeah, it's like it's replaying. Oh, hi. I'm on the phone, but I don't know if I'm supposed to do something. Um, to the to my I'm, phone. Who's on the phone? Like mine's replaying. Who said that? I did from Canada. <laughs> Am I supposed to do something to my phone? Well. No. The mute button, if you're not speaking, and it helps us protect the call from the outside community noise in the room, everybody's room, if you if we all self-mute. So if you want to self-mute unless you're speaking, that would be helpful. And maybe that echo, I don't know what phone the echo is coming from, honestly. I can't tell what the technology, looking at the technology, I can't tell, but it seemed to be quiet, seemed to quiet down. So, um, And the numbers for mute are... Star, is star six? Star, I think it's star five, the mute. Uh, Self-mute. Or, or your mute button. Yeah, star six. Star six, you're correct, Akash. Star six to mute. So, Carol, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Um, it's it already said it a couple times, didn't it? It felt like it re-recorded or something. <laughs> Um, I was saying, wow, the part where I forget who was speaking about staying up late, not getting enough sleep and setting up being tired the next day. But, oh, now, and Akash said that sort of an addiction. And I'm like, oh, man, another one? And, you know, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was trying to steal my day back is what I was justifying with. You know, like, I want my life when I get back. I want my TV, my studies, so I want to stay up and do something and then I get up and can't function the next day so it's sort of like a hangover I hadn't thought of that 
And my son talks about doing that, too, and I'm thinking, oh, he's just trying to get his day back, too, you know, because he's working and family and everything. But, so, yeah, I, I'm sleepy. I think I'll I'll use that lesson 109. I rest in God all day. I liked it when someone mentioned on the call, I rest in God, say it, even when you're before you go to sleep or all through the day, like all the lessons say, but that's a good one. So. Looking at another, like, eating, overeating, and medicating with, oh, I get to watch TV, I need to watch TV, or stay up late, I need to look at those things as blocks of some kind. I'm, I don't think anybody has anything to say on that. I am going uh, to self-mute. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking it's a part in the course where Jesus is talking about fear. I'm not sure if it's in the fear and conflict section or somewhere else. And he says, um, you know, just to ask him, you know, before you decide to do anything, it's like ask him whether your decision is in, is in agreement with what what he would have in mind for you. And uh, if the two are the same, then there'll be no fear in in your decision making. Uh, and that will, you know, in its in and of itself, be leading you to make be making decisions through love. So that may help. Which, in turn, loving yourself. Yeah. It's part of partnering. Part. Carol, Sorry, somebody, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just Go gonna say um, what the sentence that stuck out to me that you shared when you were saying it was, "I feel like I have to steal back the the day or my time," and I just that stuck out to me, and I just wanted to share that with you. So. Um, the wording around that was interesting to me. Yes, morning. Uh, well, the 24 hours is over. What about me? My, my little, what about me? <laughs> what I want. This is Kaitlyn. I could really relate when you said I want to steal back. I feel like I want to steal back the day because that's exactly how I feel. It's like I've done my work and now I, you know, I I want to have my day that I would have had if I wouldn't have been working. <laughs> so definitely relate with that. Thanks for saying that. You're welcome. I kind of felt that with you felt it came up strong for me that's interesting because uh, I used to want to steal back my life <laughs> because I felt like I had spent so much of my life really not liking myself and 
really wanting things to be different. And now I see that it had to happen that way exactly for me to to get to the place I am at because I like me. And if I were to change anything about my past, I could be different. And I don't want me to be different. I'm fine the way I am. So thank you for saying what you said. It just kind of triggered at me. It's really kind of brought tears to my eyes. Thank you. I hadn't thought of it that way, stealing back my whole life. That's a good point. Thank you. Live in the present. It's funny because something in me is quietly saying, it's the ego that steals. You can rest in me. And I'm just kind of sitting with that and going, well, who is stealing? Or who is who is thinking of stealing? Or what is that story about that that particular thing. So it's brought up a lot for me to sit with personally. So thank you for bringing that up and sharing that because I can relate that when I get into that mindset of I have to take it back or I have to do this or I have to do that, that's my little ego's tricky way of saying that it's all up to little Lori to handle and little Lori to do. And I just have to remember, okay, there she is again, and I can I can I can just accept that and at the same time again step back and be shown the way or partner up or love myself. Um I don't know if anyone's doing that 30-day. Um, Miles had posted about it with A Course in Miracles, and there's actually this this subscription that you can get that is an enlightened movie um, outlet where you can – there are movies that they suggest that actually have when you – it shows that you can actually use movies, and Jennifer said that before – to 
um, use as a tool for your healing process if you're going into it from if you're partnering up and you're observing from that viewpoint and uh, it's it it's I guess what's coming through to me is it's about you know even when I make choices that might be to watch something on Netflix or to have a glass of wine or to you know do something to bring God back into the equation with that as I move forward somehow. Um, anyway, that's just what was coming through. So thank you for letting me share. It's Mary. You know, I'm reminded of, I don't know if it's in the Course or if it's in the Bible, but even if we make, Jesus tells us, even if we make our bed in hell, he will be there. And regardless of what we experience, if we invite Jesus in, he always comes. And whatever the situation is, he will guide us to see that it is for our learning, somehow, some way, if we're willing to be open to the possibility there's something there for us to learn. And I really, I like that you pull that together with uh, the movies because I think whatever our activity is, you know, um, and for the practical purposes of teaching, Ken Wapnick says, you know, the Holy Spirit of Jesus are pretty much the same for teaching purposes. So, Whatever is going on, the movie or whether we're sabotaging ourselves, staying up late, I do a lot of that myself. You know, there, we can see the good. There is good there, even if it's in a movie or whatever we're doing. And I think it's, for me, I just, I forget to invite the Holy Spirit. Or maybe I'm consciously choosing to be separate and to be, you know, really I'm, I'm playing God there for myself. And as much as I know, and I can identify particularly lately, it's not serving me. I mean, it's really not serving me. It's not in my best interest. I clearly know that. I feel it and I'm experiencing it. But still, sometimes, I still keep choosing to be separate. And that does show up as fear. And then I get afraid because I have separated from God. But, you know, I think the whole, um, uh, one of the good things that is I can see that I'm choosing, I can see that I'm choosing the ego. And I can see that I have a choice and I do have a mind and the ego wants us to continue having problems and wants us to see it in somebody else. It doesn't want us to go in. And when I do go in, I can, you know, the mindfulness of the, Spirit is what's going to really shine through <clears throat> and show me that I have a choice and that I can choose again. And Jesus would tell us, it's not, you know, he's not, it's not right. It's not, you know, it's not wrong. You don't have to beat yourself up. Nobody has to be punished. You can choose again.
I like that idea too of him if we feel like we're in hell that he's still there with us and it, it reminds me of a, a cartoon that um, it's one of my favorites it's a take on the the footprints where you know you see two sets of footprints in the sand and then there's one set of footprints and Jesus says that's where I carried you and then the next line is which is the uh, comic line is where there's that big swatch that's where I was dragging you <laughs> and I feel like when we when I go into that place where I feel like I'm not allowing my Holy Spirit self to make the decisions and I feel like um, I have to do everything on my own my little self um, that that's when Jesus is just dragging me along going I know you'll get back up eventually <laughs> and that the, the sand is just you know buffing all the rough spots out <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one is that this is Carol again is that 30 day thing the uh, David Hoffmeister's 30 days yes I um I believe it is. I can walk over to my computer and look at it if I, if you would like me to, but I'm pretty sure it's David Hoffmeister. And there's just either there's a paragraph to read every day or today the video, today, this week was about special relationships because he's doing a different theme each week. And the video was, of it was two otters on their back. Um, and the song was, great and it was they were they were holding hands as they were floating together and it was just this song with these otters floating in the water and at one point they they separated and then they came back together and you see the other one just kind of reach their arm out to hold hands again together and it was just it's just very sweet there are little he'll use movie clips or he'll use sometimes songs so he uses different media, um, and sometimes it's just a paragraph to read and just a reminder. So um, it's really been quite lovely to receive every day in an email form, and usually I reach over and look at it while I'm still laying in bed right before I get out of bed in the morning so that it's, I start my day with that. And then I listen to Jennifer's prayer, and then I stand up and start my practices. <laughs> there you go. So if I want that extra five minutes, I'm allowed to have it, and um, or ten minutes, and while I'm doing it, I'm also partnering up. <laughs> did you say there's a link on Facebook for that? Or what did you say? Um, Miles put um, a link so that you could sign up for it about a month ago because it started on June 1st. Um, but um, if you get on the Facebook group and, and mention that you heard it and you want it, what I can do 
I'll just po post the link on the Facebook page if people are interested again. I'll try to find it again. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Carol again, and they have an Unwind Your David Hoffmeister's new book, Unwind Your Mind Back to God. Um, they have a group that you can get on on Sundays at 5 Pacific Standard Time. They also have their uh, the other times around the world. Um, or you can get on Zoom and uh, they have a check-in and all that, kind of like Masterful Living Call. <laughs> and so I'm going to start that tomorrow. But I've watched it as a voyeur, you know. <laughs> but they have you read a little bit of the book before the class, and but you don't have to. It's kind of a neat way to connect because it's like a course meeting, but it's using Unwind Your Mind and course thinking to discuss things for the week and issues. I'm going to try that. Thank you. It's Mary. Does anybody have any prayer requests? Or anything they would like support in the invisible world for this next week? That we can all keep in mind for our prayers? You pray for my brother-in-law, David, who's been in the facility for a long time. He's paraplegic, uh, this Carol again, um, and he's wanting to go home so bad. Thank you. 
such a tight lane. I just like prayer just to um, be more loving to myself. Hello, this is Akash. Um, I would appreciate prayers for uh, my mum and dad. Uh, my dad has a late-stage uh, Parkinsonism, which is very similar to Parkinson's, except it doesn't respond to any of the Parkinson's medication. And uh, he is a great teacher at the, at the moment, but it's not always clear how best to help him because... In his illness, he will be hallucinating and thinking things that are really happening to him that, to us, don't have any reality at all. So, um, but that can be a bit distressing for um, the people who are caring for him. And uh, my mom has been looking after him for many years and it's... um, not, not too easy for her. She has her own uh, health problems as well. So I'd uh, really appreciate them being held in prayer. Thank you. I don't always speak up and ask for prayers, but I just can read it. I would like prayers to remember. That's all, just prayers to remember. Does anybody have anything they want to share before we say a closing prayer? Anything else they want to share? Okay, well, I'll go ahead and uh, say a closing prayer. So as we take a deep breath, we're so grateful and thankful that we can consciously connect and commune, come together, study the principles of A Course in Miracles, and support each other along the path. Grateful and thankful for our masterful living 
people and the community that we have built and the love and the joy, the peace and the harmony that we share and that we can uphold each other with the strength of Jesus and heaven and the archangels supporting us. We know that all healing is in the mind, so we continue to pray for healing of our mind And we also know that this physical body is an illusion, but we have challenges. Some people have more physical challenges than others. And so we extend our love and support and gratitude to accept everybody the way they are. And we lift up Carol's brother, David, in his struggle with being a paraplegic. And we see this as a struggle, but we know in our heart and in the truth that it it is a blessing. And we just uh, pray for comfort and love. And we extend this healing to Akash's mother and father. And may the mother have strength to continue, and Akash also supporting the father and the, the harmony and the family unit. And we surrender on the holy altar of divine love, holy altar of divine fire, any unloving unworthiness that we have a sense of. Everyone in our group and everyone in the world and all humanity We accept the love that we are. We know that we are love. We are the light. We are the truth. May our love and light shine through us. And may we all remember that we are love and that we can call upon the higher Holy Spirit self and be with us. Always and forever. Holy Spirit always comes. There's always an answer. There's always comfort. We're so grateful this for this. We allow it to be, and so it is. In grace and gratitude, we say thank you. And amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Group hug. Amen. (laughs) Until we meet again, everybody, have a blessed week. Love you all.